That's why I enjoy doing shows the most because I get to see people's reaction to my cards. And even if they don't buy it and they just walk by and smile at something I've created, that makes me feel good because I was able to put a smile on a complete stranger's face. So for a few seconds, they were able to smile at something they thought was cute or pretty or whatever the case may be. Welcome to the Voyage Dallas podcast, where we interview some of the brightest and most interesting entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives from in and around the Dallas-Fort Worth area and ask them about their lives, careers, and the values and principles that drive them. I'm Alex Freeman, and on the show today, you'll meet Amy James, the creator of Amy's Social Butterfly, a handcrafted 3D greeting card company. Amy handcrafts all of the cards herself and has been featured in magazines and at events across the country, including the Oscars gifting suite. Amy is also a Voyage content partner. Content partners help Voyage in so many ways from spreading the word about the work that we do, sponsoring our mission and collaborating with us on content like this. In our conversation today, I was particularly struck by the way in which Amy has approached her entire greeting card company. It's been a series of, oh, that seems interesting and fun and a once in a lifetime opportunity. Let's do it. I found that particularly inspiring about how far that can lead from uh, a craft that you enjoy all the way to the Academy Awards. Enjoy the conversation. Amy, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, to, to get things started, could you describe for our listeners the, the kinds of cards that you make? Yes, they're three-dimensional and they're not your typical greeting card where they're just flat. These have they can have from flowers to butterflies to anything that's of interest to someone. I made one the other day for a hair stylist that had a blow dryer, a comb, and a hairbrush. So they can they range from all kinds of things, but they're all three dimensional. And and these are I mean to kind of give it for our listeners. Mm-hmm. One, uh, we'll make sure to give them your website so that they can go see these images themselves. But I mean these are. These are sculptures, they look like. They do, because they, and it's hard to capture even on the website. It's really difficult to capture the detail of the card and to see the dimension on it because it still appears on the computer. It looks flat, but when you're in person, you can see all the dimension to it, which is really interesting because I've had several comments about that of from the people who see my cards on the website and then they actually reach out to me in person and they see the cards for themselves in person. They're like, they're so different than the website, but it's because you can't capture that dimension on the website where you can in person, you're seeing the real thing. And are they, are they all made out of paper? What kind of medium are you working in? I use actually the card itself. I cut everything. I do not use machinery or anything like that. I cut everything by hand from the card itself to the matting to you name it. I cut it. I use flowers. I use a different, I can use ornaments at times. I use uh, just trinkets that I may find along the way. So I use all kinds of different things that I think are different and I never buy, I only buy two of something every time I see something because I do not know what people are interested in or what they would like. 
So I only buy two of something. And so it's pretty much a one of a kind card because you can't get, you can't get more than what I make. So that makes it unique in itself. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is um, one. I mean, that makes it even, even more special when someone gives one of your cards because there's no one else has ever received that card before. So you, you're out and about and you see stuff that you might want to use in a card, but are there, how often are you like planning new cards? How does your, how does your creative process work? Actually, it's not until I get all of the supplies that I need to make a card. And it's funny, I can be at a store or anywhere out and about and I see something that attracts my attention and I'll, all of a sudden I will get an idea pops in my head and it's like, oh, I can do this with this. And then I'll go home and I'll put everything, I'll lay out all my supplies and then I start to create it. And I'm not really sure what I'm going to make. It's until I actually go in there and start playing with what I have and then just start creating the card. And then I have to also remember to just stop because I could keep adding and adding or taking away because it's like, okay, Amy, that's enough. <laughs> Just finish the card. <laughs> how, do you, how do you decide that point? Sometimes I'll step away. I'll think that it's done. And I put it to the side and I go on and I start working on another one. But then at the very end, when I'm finished making all the different cards, I'll go back and I'll look at them. And I'll say, okay, maybe this one needs a ribbon or this one does not need a ribbon. And so whatever it is, I'll tweak them at the end and then just box them up. Because if I don't box them up, <laughs> I'll keep messing with them. <laughs> You'll pull them out and look at them again. <laughs> so how how long does it take you to, to make a card from... I guess I guess maybe not start to finish in a in a traditional sense, but from I've laid out all the materials, now I have a finished card. If I already have everything cut up, all the paper cut up, all my supplies in hand, I have everything I need to prepare the card. It takes me anywhere from fifteen to twenty minutes, depending on what um, what type of card I'm making, because I can always make mine are always dimensional. So whether it's 3D dimensional or where it stands up a little bit off of the, the paper where you can see a little depth to it, those are usually the easiest ones to make. The 3D ones that have more detail on them, those will take 15 to 20 minutes. But the ones that are just pretty simple, well, what I think are pretty simple, <laughs> are the ones that don't have as much detail on them. Those I can do it within five to ten minutes. Wow, that uh, that simultaneously sounds um, very fast based on how how detailed and beautiful the cards are, and also like a very long time for a single card. Um, how does that? How does the timing feel to you? Like, do you feel efficient in your in your working? And and how how has your efficiency grown uh, as you've been doing it? Well, I know I know how to lay out the card, and I know what I'm going to do. So. I am always prepared because if I know if I'm preparing for a particular holiday, let's say the Mother's Day holiday that we just had, when I was preparing for that, I had all of my matting, 
I had the different colors and cardstock for the matting already cut up in place, ready to go. So I had a stack of that. Then I had my cardstock that for the actual card that the matting will go on. That was already cut. And so then I had all of my supplies laid out and I was just ready to start. And I just kept going. And when I'm doing something in particular for a holiday, I start just getting these ideas. They just start coming to me as I start creating the cards. And so I just do various ones. I don't spend as much time. If I'm doing a single one, that's where I can tweak it and keep tweaking it. But when I'm doing a whole bunch to have several options for a holiday or something, I just keep going and keep creating. And then at the very end, that's when I'll make any adjustments or uh, tweak the cards a little bit, but pretty much they're ready to go. Now, this isn't, this isn't your full-time job. So how do you, how do you balance the the creation of your cards with your full-time job? That is, that's something that I just have to, sometimes depending on the holidays, Christmas, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, that's where I'm working pretty much two full-time jobs. Because I literally get home from my full-time job and I will grab something quick to eat and then start making the cards. And I won't stop until probably like 12 or 1 in the morning. Wow. Um, I guess that, you know, that, fo- that follows the question of what, what motivates you to do that? Why do, why do you make these cards? I make them because I like to see people smile. I like mm-hmm. to make people happy. And that makes me happy in itself. And when I do shows or do events, which is really interesting because that's where I get the feedback on my cards and I actually get to see the people's expressions when they see my cards and see how it makes them so happy. And so I enjoy seeing all of that. And that's where I make, I sell most of my cards is usually in person because like I said, on the website, it's hard to tell the dimension of the cards and a lot of people I notice want to touch the card too. They want to touch it and feel it. And I can understand that. So that's why I enjoy doing shows the, the most because I get to see people's reaction to my cards. And even if they don't buy it and they just walk by and smile at something I've created, that makes me feel good because I was able to put a smile on a complete stranger's face. So for a few seconds, they were able to smile at something they thought was cute or pretty or whatever the case may be. I I absolutely love that. Um, In the in the realm of of shows and in-person sales, can you talk about where where you where you go to do shows and maybe where someone might be able to find you on a regular basis in person? Well, what I have been uh, doing, I usually do shows locally. And there's one in particular that I do pretty much every year, and it's in a um, it's in a town that's pretty far from me. Well, I actually work in that uh, city now, but uh, it's still really far for me to get there. And uh, but I go once a year, and it's a school. It's actually a school in uh, one of the city's uh, suburbs of or part of Dallas-Fort Worth. It's in Plano. And I go to this school every year at Christmas time. And I've done it for several years now. And it's funny because 
uh, I have now customers that come by. They come looking for me mm-hmm. every year and they love my cards. And they're like, we buy your cards every single year. And some I remember, some I don't. But it's nice to see that that they still remember me and they go looking for me no matter where I'm at. <laughs> so it's really nice. Yeah, that's that is that is really lovely. Um, with with most of your business being done in person, you know, people wanting to touch the cards, see the cards. Mm-hmm. How did the pandemic impact your card business? Well, I had been. It was kind of sad because I was trying to get my cards uh, seen within the local my local area because I'm from Dallas, Texas, and so. I was trying to get my card seen locally. And what bothered me was I had the opportunity to display my cards at a particular store uh, in the Mansfield area. And I went in and I started in November. It was November of 2019, I think. And so I had my booth set up. It was so pretty and so nice. And I had my cards, it was Christmas. And I was doing so well. I did really well at Christmas time at that particular store. Well, then my next big holiday was going to be Valentine's Day. So I had Valentine's, Easter, and Mother's Day cards all ready to go when they shut it down. Mm. And they didn't reopen until after Mother's Day. So I think they reopened in June, June or July. And so by then, all of the holidays were gone. And so I had to pull out because I didn't, I did not have the income coming in to pay for that or to rent that booth that was there at that store. So I had to move on. But what I did, because I had so many cards left, I, um, when everything was going on during COVID, I offered free cards on Facebook. I offered to send free cards to anybody. If somebody had a loved one they wanted to send a card to, I told them to just request it from me and I mailed the card and I sent it to whomever it was they wanted because I wanted to cheer people up because I knew there were a lot of people that were sad. So It was like, just tell me, I'll do it for free. And I did. I sent a whole bunch of cards out to different uh, people. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's a really powerful thing that you were doing. Um, So, I mean, thank you on on behalf of humanity, I suppose, uh, for for putting that joy uh, out into the world as best you could. Now, I want to... There's... I'm going to get accused of burying the lead here a little bit with where we're, where we're eventually going with this, but I want to step back all the way to the beginning real quick before we go to uh, what I think is going to be one of the highs of your, of your card career. Uh, but I just want to ask how you got started doing this. What, what drew you to this as, as, a, as a creative and uh, entrepreneurial endeavor? Well, actually, the whole thing started with I was working at... Uh, One of uh, I work for Goldman Sachs, and one year the girls that I worked with they knew I was crafty, and I told them that I was thinking of taking classes, you know, at Michaels where they offer these crafting classes and things like that, and they're like, okay, so for Christmas they all got together and they bought me this baking kit. They're like, we want you to learn how to 
ma- uh, bake cakes and cupcakes so we can be uh, your guinea pigs. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm doing the work, but you're having the, <laughs> you're reaping the reward. <laughs> and so anyway, I started doing that. Well, when I was going to take these classes to learn how to decorate cakes and things like that, they were offering also classes on how to scrapbook. And then within scrapbooking, you learn about cards and uh, decorating cards and things like that. So I started taking some of those classes. And then when I was taking those card making classes, I started just giving what I would make to the people at work. And over time, I started just tweaking these things. They did not teach me to make cards like that you see on my website, not even close to that. It was the typical cards that you see at Hallmark and wherever else you may go to buy cards. They were pretty, um, they were nothing like mine. And people always ask me, Amy, how did you come up or think to do that? And I just started playing. I just started doing it on my own. And I was giving them away at work. And people started paying me at work. And I said, no, I, I don't want your money. I I just wanted, I did this for you because I wanted to give you this. And they're like, no, we can't take it. It's too pretty. Here, Uh we're going to pay you for it. And so they started paying me and they started telling me, Amy, you really need to uh, make this a business. And I just looked at them like, sure, who's going to buy my cards? (laughs) And so anyway, I went, uh, after doing this for a while, uh, The company I was at, I had to move on. And when I moved on, some of the people I used to work with, they called me up and they're like, Amy, we're doing something we've never done at this company before. And they're having a craft show. We wanted to know if you wanted to sell your cards here and see how they do. And I was like, oh, okay." So at the last minute, they tell me like two days before or the day before, actually, They tell me the day before. So I had to stay up late at night making, I made a hundred cards and I sold all of them. (laughs) Yes, I sold all of them. Well, I gave it to them and they were going to sell it for me. I sold them all, Alex, and I could not believe that. And so it just so happened that that weekend they were doing some free seminar on how to start a business. So I said, you know what, I'll go. So I went to go. And I listened to the people that were putting the event on and I was asking questions. And so I'm sitting there through the whole seminar and they're teaching you all this stuff. And then at the break, I showed the person that was hosting that event. I showed him what I did and he goes, oh, my goodness, I see a lot of potential in that. And he goes, I'm not just saying that to say it. He goes, because I've seen some things where people will ask me and sometimes I'm, I'm, I think to myself, you know, that's not going to take off. He goes, but this, I really believe you have potential here for that to take off. And I was like, hmm. And so I thought about it and they had everybody there to help you if you wanted to create, start your own business that day. They had everybody there that could possibly help you to do that. So I took a chance and I said, let's go for it. So I did it. I created the company and the name of the company is Amy Social Butterfly, but it was supposed to be Social Butterfly in the year that the company was uh, created. 
However, in the state of Texas, they already had a company that was similar to that name. Mm. So at the last minute, they had like the people that were putting my paperwork together for the company. They called me up five minutes till the state closed. And they're like, the state is asking for another name. And we need to have that name in five minutes. I had nobody to ask, like my sister, my parents, nobody was around. And so the lady calls me back and she goes, we really have to get a name because they're about to shut down. And so, uh, and they're like, we want to get this completed. We don't want to wait till the next week. And I said, okay. And I said, but I don't know what other name. I only had one name. And she goes, I have an idea. Why don't you throw your name in front of it? Like they do. Hallmark, there's always like a person's name in front of it. Mm-hmm. And I said, what? And she goes, how about Amy Social Butterfly? And I was like, okay, <laughs> then that's what it will be. <laughs> and that's how the name became to be. <laughs> and that's that. how it all got started. <laughs> wow. Wow. And and so from, from those beginnings, uh, you, you have been featured in many places, but one of those places was the Oscars gifting suite, uh, which is, I mean, just on its own, uh, saying that that's incredible. That's incredible. Congratulations. Uh, can you, can you tell us about that experience and how it came about? Actually, it started at, I had the experience because I was actually at, I did this, uh, this show, it was called the National Stationery Show, which in itself was an experience on its own because I was told about this, about um, this particular event, which you had to be invited to, and but you had to submit your work and then they would look at it and see if uh, you would be invited to the event, to participate in their event. And it happened once a year, and it was a big deal. I did not know any of this when I I um, submitted my information. I really didn't know anything about it. All I knew that it had to do with uh, stationery. So anyway, when I sent in everything, within three days, they emailed me back and said, we've accepted you. We'd love for you to attend this event. So I arrive at the event and it turns out it was a trade show for, and you had from your Hallmark to American Greetings to Carlton Cards, all these different huge uh, card companies, anybody that had to do with stationery, books, paper, ink, stickers, things like that. Everybody was at this particular event. And they had it once a year and it was people from around the world would come and show their products there. And so anyway, I was there for four days. And on my first day there that I arrived, there was a sponsor that was sponsoring the event. And it was a magazine. It was called Gifts and Decorative Accessories. And they were sponsoring this event. And they had been in business for 25 years. They were celebrating their anniversary, their 25th year anniversary in business. And the editor came up to me of that magazine. And he said, we saw your work. We love what you did. And we featured it in our magazine. And we wanted to give you a copy of this. So that alone was exciting for me. And I had no idea that there were there were so many people there, and apparently some people from uh, the Oscars gifting suite 
happened to be there. And I was apparently speaking with somebody else at the time that they came to my booth. So they never actually got to speak to me. So several months later, after the show was over, they contacted me. They reached out to me and they told me who they or They told me the name of their company and they wanted to know if I would be interested in doing an event for them. And so I asked them, well, what is the event for and where is it going to be held? And they said, well, it's going to be in Beverly Hills, California, in honor of the 2016 Academy Awards. And so I was looking them up at the time to make sure they were the real thing. And they were. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'm there at the Oscars gifting suite in Beverly Hills, California. So, uh, you know, for, for those of us that have not yet been so lucky to be in the Oscars gifting suite, what what is that like? Oh, that was an experience like no other. I had, I was very fortunate that people liked what I did. So I had the LA News interviewed me. I had three talk shows around the world interview me. I had celebrities asking to take pictures with me. You name it. I had all kinds of uh, writers that wrote for online magazines. They were there uh, interviewing me, taking pictures of my cards, taking pictures with me in the cards. It was just, it was something. It was a very, it was a nice experience. It was a lot of work too, because a lot of people think, oh, you just went and you had fun and you did this and that. And it's like, oh no, it was a lot of work to (laughs) 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 to get there because I had to ship all of the cards prior to the event. And it was kind of scary because I had never shipped my cards outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It had always been within Dallas-Fort Worth. And so it was perfect because if there was ever a problem with the card arriving intact, they could always call me and I'd do another one and send it to them really quickly because they were here locally. I was afraid because I had to ship 150 cards for all of the Oscar nominees to California. And then they had to sit in a warehouse for a month prior to the event. Oh, wow. And I'm, I was so scared because I, in fact, arrived two days earlier before the event took place in case I had to redo all the cards. <laughs> 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 and I made sure I had plenty of supplies to redo that. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. But um, with that, once I got it all set up and got the display together and everything, then it was just one thing after another And because I was and I had taken some family members with me to help me out at the event and I ended up doing it myself because they were all mingling and having fun at the (laughs) (laughs) at the event. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I didn't realize it until after the fact, everything I had done, it was not until after it was all said and done that I would sit back and go, oh my goodness. And to this day, I still, when I see it on my website, because I captured a lot of that and put it on my website, I, I look back and I look at that and I'm like, I did this. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's such an incredible thing. And as I listen to that story and as I listen to even the story of how you got the business started, it, it strikes me that it, 
it seems like you you went, oh, that seems interesting and fun. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> is that is that kind of how you how you feel about it? Pretty much. <laughs> and I only did it because it was like a once in a lifetime thing. Because uh, I've met a lot of people along the way, and and when they hear the story. They're like, well, how did you get these contacts and how did you do that? And where did you go? And I'm like, okay, I don't have any contacts. And I I did not know anybody. I said, it just happened. And is that kind of, is that how you've you've always approached life? Or is that just how this has, has fallen? This particular thing just fell that way. I truly was doing it because it was like a once in a lifetime experience. And from there, that event caused all of these other gifting suites to open up and opportunities that I never knew I would have. And I did all of those other opportunities or gifting suites because uh, it was all once in a lifetime. It was like, who's going to do that again? And then with those opportunities, it brought some local ones to where I was actually on Good Morning Texas locally. I was in our local newspapers, so it led to a lot of fun things that I did all because it was all once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I just enjoyed it. Yes, I worked hard to to do it, to do all those events, but in the end, when it was all said and done, it was worth it for me because I could still see, no matter where I was at, I was bringing that joy to people from all over the place and those smiles meant more to me than any money that any amount of money you could possibly get amy of amy's social butterfly uh can you can you let give people the rundown of of where they can find you and your cars one last time uh if they're if they're interested in in learning more sure my website is uh amysocialbutterfly.com you can find me on facebook under Amy Social Butterfly. You can also find my cards on Instagram at amysocialbutterfly.com. Fantastic. Amy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me.